Welcome to the Dramatically Different Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Ravelis Majapinto, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and a certified lifestyle eating and performance therapist. I specialize in emotional eating, and I am also the owner of Healing Heart Nutrition and the creator of the Gain Control of Your Eating program. Join me, and together, let us gain some perspective on how to finally end the guilt behind how we actually eat and to actually start living your truth today. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today on today's episode, The Dramatically Different Dietitian. And today I wanted to talk about something that I myself have been experiencing and a lot of my clients, more than half of my clients are experiencing as well, depending on what stage they are at. And you say to me, okay, well, what is that? It's menopause, right? So, um, you know, menopause, I, I feel like so many women that come to me use menopause as a justification to why it is they are not feeling well, whether they're gaining weight, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they have memory loss, uh, maybe they, you know, are just tired more than normal. And I feel like this is a big thing that happens just in general. And what I mean by that is women of pregnancy bearing age, um, there's so much, you know, preconceptual care. There, there's so much information out there. There's, you know, doctors and there's so many people out there to help us with that when we are going through that stage of life. Whether or not we're, you know, we wanted to conceive or not, there's a lot of information out there for younger women, right? Primarily, um, you know, pregnancy bearing age. And then when we start talking about, um, <sighs> you know, uh, menopause or end of menopause age, you know, um, older women, right, after pregnancy bearing years, it's kind of like we get lumped into this this umbrella of, oh, you're in menopause, you're going to gain weight, you're going to be stressed out and just deal with it, <laughs> right? And then that's a lot of our life. That's, you know, that can be 10 to 15, 20 years, depending, right? There's 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 different stages of menopause. I think, you know, um, some of us know that, some of us don't. Uh, hence why I wanted to talk about that today. And then after that, you know, there's the um, retirement age or, um, you know, elderly age or active older adult age. And again, lots of information, um, a lot of support, senior, right? We don't want to really think of seniors being 55 or older because there's 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 people that are in their 80s that are vibrant and living and so alive. But, you know, truth be told, that elderly age or senior age, again, lots of information and lots of support. So where are we in the middle? That's kind of where I'm at right now. And it's 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 that menopause um, or perimenopause is really what it's called, where I am, is a stage. So there is stages of menopause transition. There really is. And how do I explain that? Well, I don't want to explain it by age. I explain it by early perimenopause, late perimenopause, and then there's menopause, right? Menopause simply is not having your period for 12 months, 
like consistently. You cannot have your period for 12 months. So if there's somebody that maybe got it, you know, twice out of the year, well, guess what? You're in late perimenopause. You're still experiencing some hormonal shift, right? Which is essentially estrogen and pedesterone, right? So it's not just estrogen's, I don't want to say it's anyone's fault, but you know, it's always about estrogen. Yes, it is. She's the main mother and within estrogen are different components like estradiol, but there's also progesterone. So there can be, you know, not enough of something or too much of something. And every woman is different. So for us to be lumped into this category of, oh, you're just going through menopause and that's why you're gaining weight or, you know, that's why you're moody or that's why you're tired. I'm sorry, but I just don't accept that. Hence why one of the things that I do in my practice um, is really talk to the woman, really talk to the individual and understand what stage of menopause are you in and how are you transitioning, right? So for me, I believe I'm in early menopause. So um, my periods are pretty regular still, but sometimes they come sooner than later. And there's been times that maybe I've skipped a month, and but it hasn't been consistent. Consistent. It's actually just started this year. Um, just to give you a little, you know, I don't know if that's too much information, but I'm, I'm sharing it because I believe that it's relatable. And there's a lot of women out there that can relate to this. And I want to let you know that you're not alone. And are there things that I know about myself? There are, but are there things that I don't know about myself? Absolutely. Hence why I, you know, one of the things that I've um, become familiar with and have started using in my practice this year is the Dutch test, which is simply is simply just a dried urine test. And it looks at the metabolites in um, our urine, in our body. And one of the things that it can show us is our hormones. And it shows us specifically uh, the estrogen and it breaks it down even further with the estradiol. It looks at progesterone and it also looks at testosterone. And it Again, it's just a snap chat in time, but it's very helpful in terms of a woman if they come to me and say they're struggling with their weight or maybe they're not struggling with their weight. Maybe they're just, you know, really tired and they feel they can't exercise like they used to, right? I have so many women that feel like they can't do the things that they used to do because they can't repair um, as quickly as they used to. Uh, They're not sleeping. They never used to have sleep issues. And they're telling me, oh my God, I can't sleep. Or they may explain, you know, what everybody, you know, common symptom of night sweats. So does diet have a huge impact on all those things? Absolutely. But so do our hormones. And and how do they shift? Um, But some basic things that we can kind of start with, I believe, is just being aware of our normal kind of everyday activity and our behavior and just self-awareness check in with ourselves to say you know what I am an individual and it's not fair if you know I've had women that have come to me that told me that their doctors are like you know they want this one size fits all approach and they may just okay just go on black cohosh and you know um, give them a Xanax right to to help them sleep or to relieve their anxiety and, you know, that may work for some people and that's what they're open to do and that's perfectly fine. But sometimes it doesn't work for people. And sometimes people, you know, want 
to understand what's really going on. And because of those, you know, estrogen levels dropping generally, that's, I think, the most main reason, um, you know, because of those reproductive hormones that we have, right, as women, uh, and they, 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 they decline, you know, we're just not educated in that way. We're just not educated in terms of what is it that we're supposed to do, right? Is it really estrogen's fault or is it progesterone's fault? Or maybe it's testosterone's fault. And sometimes making shifts with our diet can be very helpful. There's different foods that we can um, include in our diet that may help to reduce cravings. Some women I know have cravings. And then there's also different types of the way we eat, like timed eating. Sometimes in intermittent fasting or different you know, timed fastings can be helpful depending on your appetite. I have women sometimes that tell me they're never hungry, right? So you may have heard, oh, you know, keto is going to, you know, cure menopause or, um, you know, doing intermittent fasting may help you not to, you know, gain weight during menopause or, you know, taking, um, you know, over-the-counter supplements, for menopause is, is going to help relieve hot flashes, whatever it may be. My suggestion to all of you, and it's because I am simply going it through myself, is you're an individual. And I think, number one, know your individuality, recognize your symptoms, and start with the basic habits of your self-care. What are you doing? Are you, you know, not sleeping well because you're binge-watching Netflix before bed and you're scrolling on your phone? right? If that's the case, well, there's an easy fix. We could maybe um, not watch binge watching. Let's try to, you know, shut down a little bit before bed. Um, If that's not something that you want to do, there are some different options. Like you could do a blue light blocking glasses to help with um, triggering that melatonin, setting that natural circadian rhythm, and, you know, maybe not scrolling through your phone, shutting it off, keeping it away, keeping diet devices out of the room and, you know, maybe starting with a nice cup of, you know, an adaptogenic tea that has chamomile and, and lavender and maybe some ashwanda and to help to kind of calm and, and, and get you in that space and get the mind ready. Looking at the temperature of the room, you know, is it, is it warm or is it cold? Because generally you're going to tend to do better when cooler temperatures. Um, and you don't know, that might be an easy fix. If it's not, well, then maybe we need to look at other markers that can be going on. You know, how is it that you are reacting to stressful situations? Are you constantly thinking about something? So, you know, are there some basic self-care techniques? If we try them and then you find that, hey, it's still not working, maybe we need to get some other specialty focuses involved, like a functional doctor or maybe um, more of a um, East meets West type of doctor to look at, you know, other markers just than just the estrogen. Is it progesterone, right? Because the other hormones can affect different things that are happening in our body. So it's it's not your fault, but number one, look at the behaviors, look at your typical self-care and how you are handling yourself. And then three, are you getting the right assistance, right? Do you have the right care um, committee that's helping you? Is it a normal conventional doctor that's just prescribing you something? Um, if it is and it's working and you're fine with that, that's fine. But if it's, you know, that's not the route you want to go, then let's have a little talk. Let's have a discussion here. 
Um, the other thing too is, you know, what is your, what are you drinking? What is your beverage intake? I can't tell you how many times women are coming to me. They're dehydrated. They're drinking coffee because they're tired all the time or, you know, they're, they're drinking tea or they're drinking diet sodas. Another thing too is, you know, I'm having a glass of wine at night. So many women will have wine. Alcohol is going to hugely have an impact on, you know, your sleeping. And then also if you are someone that is struggling with warmth at night or any of the hot flashes, you know, alcohol and nicotine is going to affect that if any of you are smokers. But um, talking to someone who used to be an ex-cigarette smoker, I was an ex-cigarette smoker years and years ago. um, The only positive thing I could say about smoking was the social aspect. I used to love, you know, anyone that smoked was a pretty decent and cool person. But any health benefits, there's not one. Not good for you. So um, I don't have one now to, to tell you for that. So nicotine, not helping you in any areas um, in your life. But, you know, look at your behaviors. Um, and again, the diet, you know, obviously if it's processed, convenience foods, is that helpful to you? Well, whether you're going through menopause or not, probably not helpful to you, okay? So I guess, you know, why does menopause happen well, we know basic clinical level is because, well, the reproductive hormones decline and a big drop usually happens in estrogen. But that's not always true. And therefore, that's why women have different symptoms. But yet they put it all into a jar and they shake it up and they try to say that a one size fits all. And it really doesn't. So I'm just wondering, does this sound familiar to any of you? Because if it does know that you are an individual and I would love to have a conversation with you and dig deep a little bit more and understand, you know, what your struggles are and, you know, what can we do or how can I offer some support in getting you to get some relief of any of the symptoms that you may have, the typical ones, right? Like weight gain, um, brain fog, not sleeping, night sweats, um, you know, moody, all of those typical things. So, Curious to know your thoughts on that. And I also want you to know that you're not alone. And I am in the early stages of that perimenopause, menopause transition. So that's what I have for you this week. And know that, you know, wherever you are, show up, meet yourself where you're at. Always start with, you know, when was the last time I took a deep breath? Let's take one right now. And ask yourself, you know, am I really taking care of myself? That self-awareness is number one and key. But thanks for joining me, everybody. I'd love to know your thoughts on menopause. If you are in it, early stages of it, end stages of it, if you're menopause or even post-menopause, let me know. And if you need any help, you know where to find me. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you in the next episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Dramatically Different Dietitian with your host, Cheryl Ravelis Magipinto. 